Hi. Hello. Thanks for adjusting my headphones. Yeah, because that song hits, dude. That just earned you a producer credit. <laughs> um, my name is Matt Morris. Jared Moxley. Yeah, I don't know. And we are A, a Weird, Weird Time, Time Recorded. <laughs> drinking Good to be beer. Here. Good to be here with you. Can't believe I'm drink- drinking beer, really. This is... This is new, <laughs> right? It is. National Examiner, Matt. I picked one up. Oh, is it called the National Examiner? Well, I think there's a couple different ones. It's, you know, it's a tabloid. Uh, and I might buy this knife on I was going to say, what's for sale on the back there? It's Jeez a knife. Louise. I didn't even know that they still made those. Uh, if they're making them, someone's reading them, right? Who's reading them? We... We've you've been asking a lot of like where is this coming from kind of situations, mm-hmm. you know like the the standard one, like Long John Silver's. Who's keeping that motherfucker alive? Who's, who's going to? I, I mean, I I enjoy hush puppies from Long John Silver's. Honestly, sometimes I just take a picnic blanket and I I go I go to Long John Silver's and I get some hush puppies and then I have a picnic. In the abandoned Kmart parking lot. (laughs) That's torn down now. Holy cow. But I'll never forget. Because that's where I bought all your birthday gifts one year. Kmart? When it was going out of business. I recall you... They were were a lot of low-ticket items, but there were so many of them that you... You you got you got me a very expensive birthday. Yeah, gift. that's the key. A lot of low ticket items, but a lot of them. A fuck ton of them. So I got a lot of things. So, but who's reading it? Uh, so you bought one. I think that curiosity got got the best of you with that one. Well, I I'll be very honest with you, and I'm not trying to sound cool. I'm not trying to be like a bad boy, Uh-oh. but I was high. Oh, and I went. I went because I wanted to make tacos for like and have like a day outside. Don't and, tell the world that you were high, Jared. Well, I'm just being honest. I'm burying myself to the world, and <clears throat> I don't know if it's just because sometimes I think it will be fun if I just get high and go out into public, and it's just it's always terrible. Just things end up happening that are just. Oh yeah, that's something I can't. Why is this happening? So as I grabbed this, the lady behind me, I just heard her going like, Sprite, Sprite, I, I just need Sprite. And then I like, I looked over because I'm waiting in line. And I was like, do you want me to grab you a Sprite? Because it was right next to me. I was like, is it okay if I grab it? Because in these COVID times, you never Yeah. She's she, like, she was like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, here you go. And she goes, oh, thank you. Thank you. Holy. Just what, what weird you know, and, only when you're high, too. And, and then I'm like, I'm coming back, and this person and I, we meet at a stop sign, you know, and it's right when you're both right at the same time. Oh, yeah. And then so this lady start, isn't going, so then I go, well, maybe I can go. But then they thought the same thing. And then they ended up going. Then they got in front of me and just had their blinker on oh. the whole time, and they weren't ever turning. They went straight as hell the whole time. <laughs> and then we get to the roundabout, blinkers on. Another c- car, two, two ahead of me in the roundabout, they're like gas flap things open and like the things dangle. Like it's just, and I'm like, what is going on? And you're stoned. And I'm just like, what? The world's going crazy. But realistically, it was only like two things. Yeah. And but in my mind, even... I'm just like, I also have like music cranked and i was listening to and they're they're not even that crazy no things. they're not it's that just, crazy it's like so, things that you see not mm-hmm. maybe not too often mm-hmm. but often enough to where it's not nuts but when you're high things get a little extra nuts when you're high and your mental health has been deteriorating everything seems like crazy um there's there's got to be some kind of a rule or a theory that only crazy things happen when you're stoned. Yeah. Like, do you think it's just because you're looking for it, or do you think it's because, like, you're kind of 
looking and experiencing life like through a different lens almost because if you're drunk you just kind of don't give a fuck you're just kind of stumbling along like whatever well i'm not even gonna not even gonna give that a second thought but when you're high you're just like but why (laughs) why the fuck is Uh, that guy wearing headphones (laughs) i i used to i used to like to get high and then go to college classes my my college courses Mm -hmm. and uh, I had one night class and it was like a music class. It was easy as hell. It was just like you learned about different periods of music and yada yada. But one time I got way too high. <laughs> and what ended up happening was I walked right past the class and I looked in just to see who was in there because I don't know. And I didn't want to get in there too early or too late. So I, w- I walked past and I looked and I was like, oh, nope, not going in there. Not enough people yet. Walked clear past, walk into the bathroom. That's when I realized I'm in the women's bathroom. There's no urinals. So I turned back around and there's like this woman that saw me coming out of a girl's bathroom. And I was just like, oh, shit. So I go into the men's bathroom and I just get into the 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 handicap stall, the 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 nice big one. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I sit on the toilet with pants up and everything and i just put my head in my hands i'm like i'm way too high for this right now and i'm i'm doing breathing exercises i'm doing everything i can and that's when wheels scroll up and there's just like a knock on the door and i'm just like yeah i'm almost done and it was an actual handicapped man that needed to use right and that has only happened to me once and it's only been when i was high but too high too and i didn't even i didn't even have my pants down or anything so i just i basically just like stood up and i unlocked the door and as i opened the door he just like looked up at me and he his head was following me the entire time i knew he just wanted to be like you're not handicapped you motherfucker get out of and i just i i was just (laughs) So glad he didn't say anything about that because, (laughs) but I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know either. Another thing, another thing just happened to me very recently, and I think I'm going to tell the story. I, I, it's, it's whatever. But so my girlfriend and I, we've recently, um, very much enjoyed eating mushrooms together. And just like hanging out and just on a Sunday, everything's being uh, a little different and a little fun. Um, But this one Sunday, they were kicking in and they were kicking in pretty good. And we get a knock at the door and we're like, are you serious right now? My eyes are weird. I open the door and it's our neighbor. And the neighbor lady says, how's it going? I'm like, not too bad. How are you? And she says, well, I just came over because I wanted to let you know. We're getting a divorce. My, my husband and I are getting a divorce, so uh, you won't be seeing too much of me, and that's that's why I just wanted to let you know. And I was like, okay. What? I was like, all right. Uh, whew. Uh, just <laughs> I was trying to figure out in my mind if this was normal or not. Like, is this something that? Why like, are you telling me this? Like, what what part of the divorce is it where you're just like, okay, uh, sign the papers, tell the neighbors, uh, pack my stuff. Who's gonna? Which one of us is gonna tell the neighbors? <laughs> yeah, like I gave a shit at all. I don't. I don't know. But only, of course, only when I ate a perfect level of mushrooms to where I'm. Maybe there's just like something you're kind of like putting out, like that's just getting like things are just like. Well, let's go over here, like, because on a perfectly normal just day, you know, a lot of that shit wouldn't happen. Like, and, and some of it is, yeah, like, you're noticing, but also, like, that, like, someone came and knocked on your, and, dude, I, I've never heard of anyone doing that. I, I I've was, never heard of anyone doing that. I was hoping that she just needed, like, some sugar or something. Yeah. I didn't, I was thinking about not even answering the door, to be honest with you. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I don't, so, um, I don't, I will not answer my door. In this, in the day and age of technology, no one just pops in unexpectedly. So if someone knocks on my door, 
I just I look out the window and I just wait until they leave. Your little peep window. I'm like that's that's it. Like you don't. Mm-mm. I'm not answering that door. What is they selling something or they're yeah. trying to talk to you about God? Yeah. And you know what? What if you would have got that one? I, I, oh, at that at that yeah. moment, <laughs> oof, like let me. Do you have time to? Can I introduce you to the Lord? You're like, I'm already meeting him right now. You have no idea. How about I introduce you? <laughs> Get in here. I think I know him a little bit better right now, but <laughs> I need you to sit down, close your eyes, and eat this. And in about 45 minutes, we'll be good and talking. <laughs> Could you imagine getting a lady in a skirt all high on mushrooms? I could. Sit- I could imagine that. Well, I guess I could, too. <laughs> We're trying to do it right now, as a matter of fact. But it's difficult. Man, it's it's hard to get into this, uh, into it right now, just telling stories about getting high and getting caught doing something stupid or getting caught up in a situation. Yeah, one time I got caught. Uh, I used to smoke weed where my uncle was buried. It was just a good smoking spot, honestly. It was very discreet. It was on the water. and uh, But there's only one way in and one way out it's a long gravel road and i used to go all the way to the end of it because you could turn around and only one car could fit it and out and it was across the street from a target and i used to smoke weed there and one day i was smoking weed there tried and true spot and uh, i just because you can see all the way to the road and i just see this cop car pull in and i'm like i'm the only one there i'm like he's here for me so i just i had one of those hideaway things where you like it looks like fix a flat but in the bottom of it and i had like my girlfriend at the time's pipe my pipe my buddy's pipe a scale like i just kept all my contraband in my vehicle because i lived at home still oh yeah so he you know i got out of the the car and i just immediately started shaking because i had dealt with the police before and And it had never gone well it hadn't gone well yet and it didn't look like this one was going to end too hot either (laughs) <laughs> and so like I'm just shaking and he's like hey what's up and I'm like hi and he's like uh everything all right and I'm like yeah everything's fine <laughs> and I'm like just visiting my uncle just visibly shaking and then you know long story long he's like you smell like weed where's the weed and he found it all instantly fix a flat thing was the first thing he went to no way yeah do you think it because it had an odor coming from it? Perhaps. <laughs> but he, he goes, scales, all these pipes. And I had a couple different. It was like where I kept everything. And uh, he was like, you're way more than a user. You're way more than a user. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, And then, so he was like the biggest dick in the world, but also like weirdly kind of nice. I don't know if he wanted to save himself some work in the, the long run. But he, you know, he put me in handcuffs, and then he proceeded to break every pipe that I had, and he just threw them as hard as he could into the woods. He was like, I'm just going to get rid of all these right now. And so he broke one, and then he would just chuck it into the woods as hard as he could. Like he was like an, a right fielder. And I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Do, and, you, do you think he was trying to get that off of the report? I don't know. And then... I don't know how cops operate... Police officer. And then he had the, this was back when uh, you had a song for a ringtone. So I'm sitting in the back of the car and we're, we're, we're next to a bay, like, and it's kind of a little swampy and dude, he's getting, he had a completely bald, shiny head and dude, you could just see the visible mosquito bites he was getting. He's like kept smacking his head and he was getting pissed. And I'm like, these mosquitoes need to chill because he's about to take this out on me. And dude, he had welts on his head. And then the, his song was a, don't bring me down, Bruce. Yep. So that came on, and I was just like, dude, don't bring me down, because you were bringing me down. And I wonder then, if his name was Bruce. I don't know. He ended up towing my car, found more weed, and the tow truck driver was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. He had, like, long hair and, like, faded tattoos. He was just like, dude, I'm sorry. He was, like, shaking his head, like, fuck. Then he called. Instead of taking me to jail, he decides he's going to call my dad. I'm 18 years old. So my dad had to show up in about five paces that way is where his brother's grave is. Oh, yeah. And then he shows up to, he's like, what's going on? And the cop's just like, this. 
and he just shows them all this weed and my dad's like what is going on so the he lets me go with my dad i get a citation i got to go to court and i got to do all this stuff fast forward the day i was going to go pay my fines this is a week or two later i had a pocket full of money the same cop sees me in a parking lot i still had the impound shit written on my car my buddy's with me he swings back around and he comes up and he goes where's the weed i let you go last time but you're fucked and i was like what i don't have any weed well my friend had weed so he took us to jail oh. same cop bailed myself out with the fine money no way yeah it was that much how much was the fine oh uh, like 300 i don't know oh, that wasn't that was quite a bit that sounds uh same cop. He was he, one of those not in my town kind of guys. That's we, we, I don't I which, don't know which, what to even say to that, Jared. To uh, whoa, whoa, but the whoa. coincidence of it being the same fucking cop, like and him just being like, I know what's going on here, fuck you. And I did not have weed, but my friend had put a bag of stems and seeds under one of my floorboards for some reason like we were just smoking and he was like oh i'm not gonna just throw this out the window i'll put it here and he found that and my friend had a pipe dude and he took us to jail we were shackled up in chains and uh did you get to stay in the same room with, as your friend yeah i bailed him out and i'm like i'm gonna go get i'll go get your mom your crazy mom and, and so she can bail you out and uh the reason it's kind of an interesting segue, but we won't talk about it yet because we're doing that radio thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell keep you him, about keep waiting. last Wednesday how the police got me wasted. Oh, Coming dude. towards the, toward, on the second half of this podcast, because um, I, get, I get nervous when the police come around, and when I'm nervous, I drink. So you could call this the perfect storm. <laughs> I... I wish we didn't have to wait. I wish we didn't have to leave the the audience wanting more. Well, that's show business, baby. Yeah, and we sure do put on a fucking show, don't we? We sure do. You should see the spotlights in this room right now. Wait until I get this knife that I bought off the back of a National Enquirer. <laughs> <laughs> it is cool. I, well, I bought this, and I mean, I bought other things to make tacos, but I also bought two packs of smoke bombs. So I was like, this is probably a bad look. You know, it's like you you're like the Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone <laughs> when he when he's like buying a toy at the uh, grocery store. Yeah, basically, Says, I did own a talk boy at one point. It's for the kids. <laughs> uh, I think everybody had a talk boy at one point. Well, I still have a talk boy watch. I've been trying to get it to work, but it just won't. Damn. Yeah. Um. Has it been long enough that you could tell us about getting drunk with the police yet? It has. Think? It has. Do you? Are you ready? I want to. I can't wait to hear this story because we purposely did not talk about this. I almost forgot about it. Me too. I thought it was, I. I remember. And the reason I said yes to it was because I was like, well, I have to experience things. You know, that's part of my job as a professional creating my professional art uh, on the internet, which is what this is and what we are. Um, so <clears throat> just dragging chairs. It's okay. You gotta okay. bring that cooler closer to you. So set set the tone here. Set tell tell us what's exactly. So the police, uh, they they request volunteers so they can train. Speaking of train, that cocksucker's loud. Yeah, that's... he's really blowing it, isn't he? <laughs> You know there's some just passive-aggressive-ass fucking train conductors that aren't happy with their lives because sometimes it's just like a, huh, huh, for safety, and then you got those ones that are, is that how that works? I'm, there's a guy, is there a guy in there doing it? Yeah, I'm pretty and sure. And then there's just one guy who's just like, I'm fucking my fucking wife's fat. She smells like shit. I fucking hate my life. I'm a goddamn alcoholic. And he's just like, you know, just <laughs> blowing through towns, just so he's upset with the world, so we all got to hear about it. Fucking calm that shit down. Over or under? Don't get me started on trains. Don't get me started on trains. Jeez, Louise. 
all I, all I wanted you to do was set the tone for why you're drinking with Sorry, police. sorry. So they asked for volunteers, so uh, training officers that are first-time training police officers can be trained, trained. Every time I say trained, dude, I'm telling you. Sorry. So they can, you know, see what a drunk person looks like. Because you could tell someone all day, but there are actual, there's things that are going on with your eyes, with your mannerisms, and to really experience that, people need to drink. So they ask for volunteers, and apparently it goes pretty quick. Like, they'll shoot out a mass text, and you have to, like, know someone who knows, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, my buddy, he was like, you want to do this? And I was like, sure. And so he, like, responded right away, so we got in there. And they do, like, it, they do a, a couple days. And so we got picked up at uh, 10 in the morning. They send a a guy a police officer in a police vehicle to come pick you up and then they take you to the f- or county or? city yeah and then they take you to a training facility where they you know firefighters train the one that you worked on yeah i, I got to build the most beautiful facility you did a great job thank you yes um so i don't really know what to expect i was like man this might suck like maybe they just give us miller lights i had heard like whispers of what might happen so i and i 10 o'clock's pretty early for me, so I didn't eat or anything. I just woke up, showered, and, of course, my neighbor, Mark, is out there mowing, so I'm like, he's going to witness me getting picked up by the police. Yeah. Which is whatever. So they pick us up, and then we go and pick up another couple. I forget their name, but the lady's name was Carol because I smoked menthol cigarettes with her. But, uh... <laughs> in Wait, there's four... Now there's four people in the back yeah, of the... A... Yeah, I had to, we had to squeeze in a... My buddy's in the front. I'm in the back with uh, oh. Carol and her husband. And they take us to the facility, and it's just like a conference room. You know, everyone's nice, and they got all this booze lined up. And then it's you can be this uh, group of people that are you drink every 20 minutes, excuse me, every 30 minutes, or every 40 minutes. Well, obviously, I'm going 20 minutes. Like, yeah. no, no question. Don't even not let me do that. So, first drink. Friend's like, I'll take a gin and tonic. And I was like, ooh, I don't even see that they have gin over there. And he goes, okay, what do you want? And I was like, I'll have the same. So dude comes over, gives us two gin and tonics, and I look over at the bottle. The bottle's half gone. I'm like, this guy ain't a bartender. He's a cop. <laughs> and, and he's it, trying to get us fucked up. So it, <laughs> it, it becomes very abundantly clear that I'm about to get shit-faced. And I was completely okay with that. What kind of gin was it? Bombay. Not bad. Not bad. And then so he's like, let me know if they're too this or that. And we're like, yeah, dude, you need to maybe tone it down just a little bit and also more ice, which is going to tone it down anyway. Yeah. So we coached him through that, and we're just sitting there drinking. They have music playing. Uh, everybody else is drinking, and we're just kind of in this conference so room, and people like are a, just shooting the shit. It's like just the weirdest little kind of bar situation. Yeah, just under the brightest fluorescent light, like, you know, it wasn't a bar situation, but it was. And then so so I'm I'm drinking right about the time 20 minutes comes up. Yep, I'm ready for another one. Yep, I'm – it even got to a point where my friend was like, man, because we, we had about four gin drinks, and then we're, I'm like, I need to go a little lighter. Give me a two-hearted. So I had about – They four. had two-hearted there too? Yeah. See, now they, they were – Bell's two-hearted. They were picking – They were picking some good – Oh, yeah, they did a good job. and uh, Do you think that your friend had something to do with it? Like, do you think I don't he, know. Do you think he was like, I don't know because drink. he didn't even know. He was like, dude, this might suck. I don't know. I don't know what this is going to be like. And apparently they did this the day before, and a guy in that group pissed his pants. And I was like, oh, we had a pee-pee party? <laughs> Perfect. He got so drunk that he pissed his pants. Yeah, in the daytime. Under fluorescent lights in a police uh, like conference room. I mean, maybe that maybe that's really good for training. At, here's here's kind of what I'm thinking. Not to stop your story. No, no. Maybe let's, just to let's, like let's discuss. Do you? I think when they picked you, that they that you're really gonna make a good name for drinkers around this around the world, and yeah. that, that like for the p- police that are training you. I think that you, 
I think that maybe if they're not much into drinking or whatever, and they had to deal with like drinkers, I think they'd be surprised at the size and weight of you and what you can put down. Yeah, I would agree. And still maintain a functioning. And it reminded me of uh, Pineapple Express in the beginning where where Bill Hader was was just like, okay, they're going to experiment with weed. And then he smokes weed and he starts doing like the trumpet, like, you know, doing Mm -hmm. that shit. And then they that's when they force it to be illegal. And I feel like that's what it what it was with you guys just like, well, we're gonna see what drinking is like. And then it's you and it's you and our and your friend who mm-hmm. who I also know. I'm just like, I know these guys are gonna put it in a good good name. But Oh yeah. We're taking we're putting the best foot forward on what it's gonna look like good, to uh good drinkers, bad drinkers, there's ways to identify that you're drinking without yeah, and also when it comes to like something like that where people are just like, they're almost like, can you believe like we're drinking? It's t- it's the daytime. It's ten in the morning, man. What are we on vacation? You know, like that whole thing. I'm like, this is Wednesday, bitch. <laughs> you know, like I live here. <laughs> you vacation here. Welcome. Oh. Anyway, but uh, so yeah, they get you good and drunk, and then they send you into the like a big bay like docking like warehouse situation they have 31 police officers from around this whole area and they set you up like like you go over there you go over there and so you're like the station and they come to you and they have a uh one of the training officers is there like all right go ahead and start them off on this oh they should have had some sober people in there too sprinkle in some sober people could who would I don't even want to know what kind of psychotic person would volunteer for that shit. Hey, you want to soberly be like, take, like field sobriety test? You know, I mean they should have, but I would that wouldn't have been me. But so I f- I failed every one of those motherfuckers, Matt. I'm not gonna lie, I almost got away with it a couple times. Did you? Oh, what? I started getting real good at it. What were your tells? So they make you do the whole walk a line and count, walk back. Pretty good at that. They make you stand on one leg with your other leg up and toe pointed out, looking down at it, and then you have to count. But they make you count like, uh, it's weird the way they make you count. It was like, it wasn't just like one, two, three. It was just like one thousand, two thousand, three. Like you, and then one. Is it like one one thousand, two one thousand? I don't know because there were. That's pretty standard. Well, there were times where they were like. I remember getting confused because, like, they would be like, count from 7,000 to, like, 13,000. So once you get to, like, 11, th- like, 10,000, I'd be like, 11,000, 12, because you have to think about it a little more. And so you'd, like, miss one, and they'd be like, well, that's a tell, a tell, you know? So, like, your balance, if you missed anything, I don't, I hope I'm allowed to talk about this. I signed some shit, but. Oh, I'm sure it's not a. Turns out I was undercover the whole time. <laughs> So you almost got away with it, and the, so the, then they, the thing you can't fake is that pin eye thing, because I and I, this this is uh, what I took away from like was the most important thing and the thing that they were trying to show people the train trainees because it's something that can't be faked, nor would you want to, but it's something that also you can't hide. Like you know what I mean? You can't you can't just like get yeah, good it's at just, it. It's just it's a it's what happens when someone who's been drinking, uh, it just happens to their eyes. And yeah. so like when they do the pin going up and down and shit, your eyes when once it stops and they moves, it does this little like shake because you would see a, a couple of them go like oh shit like because they had never seen that before, and that's why you need like actual people drinking. So like your, your eyes, eyes give a little, a little shake. shake. Yeah, apparently, I don't know. I was. Obviously, not giving any field sobriety tests. I was failing every one of them. <laughs> so and then at the end, well, they also they also uh, breathalyze you before you go out there. Um, blew the highest. Did you? Yep. What was the? What was the? I do not know. This is where s- stuff started getting fuzzy. You blew the highest, huh? Blew the highest. I thought maybe Carol would have. No. Or, yeah, I was like, so cute. at not some cute. point I was. And that brings me to why I said I smoked menthol cigarettes with Carol, because I did. 
But I was like, someone's got to, you know, once you start drinking a little bit, I'm like, someone's got to be. And I looked out the window, and I'm like, Carol's out there. You know, I'd ridden in with her, so I was like, hey, Carol, can I have one of those cigarettes? She's like, they're menthol. And I was like, sounds good to me. Couldn't tell you what we talked about. But we had had about three smoke breaks together. You were that drunk, huh? Yeah, well, you don't. You're just living in the moment. You're not really retaining the memories. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with you. So that's kind of how where I was at. I wasn't really too much concerned with like, I need to remember this. Which, as a professional, uh, internet talk artist, you think that I would retain those things, but you know, well, I'm just living life, baby. And I'm, I'm. How did you like that uh, menthol cigarette? Oh, I loved them. Did you? I mean, I, to to not have anything. And to be able to be like, oh, Carol's over here, menthol, fuck it. It was it was just what I needed, as the old Cars tune goes. And uh, so at the, afterwards, they bring you all back in. All the officers come back in, and they sit them all down, and you're kind of over on the other side of the room. They write everybody's name down, and they write what you blew, and then they kind of go over each person. And then so they do my friend first, they do me next. What did they, they have to say about your friend? He actually did decently yeah. on some of the stuff, and he didn't quite blow as high as I did. But I was also—he would be given a drink, and he would still have some of a beer, and I'd be like, "Dude, I'll just take it." And I—I'll help. I was helping him out. Oh, so I was kind of helping him a little. You, well, that's not—that's not even for science anymore at that point. Well, I—I well, I had to get good and drunk, Matt. I don't know what to tell you. And uh, you didn't piss your pants though, did you? No, but I would have. Just know that I would have. I wish I could have been there for that one. Yeah. Oof. And uh, so then they they get to me, and then well at the end they tell you that they're talking to the officers, what they noticed throughout the uh, field sobriety tests. Like, well, I noticed he missed, he he had tr- difficulty counting. I noticed he like when when he went to turn around, his balance wasn't quite there. I noticed like the eye thing, blah blah blah. So they go over everyone, and then at the end he goes. Would you, would, how many of you would arrest him? And then everyone, people put their hands up. So with my friend, it was, uh, you know, he might have got away with some shit. Did, did not everybody raise their hand? For not him? everyone raised their hand. Really? Some, some people were like, I probably wouldn't have arrested him. Mm-hmm. What, you don't remember, you don't remember what your friend blew? I do not. Dang. I do not. They wrote it on the fucking board, Jerry. They wrote it on the board and told me multiple times. And you don't and you don't even know. No. I blew pretty high though, but it wasn't the highest I've ever blown. I'm positive. And and uh so then they get to me and they're like, you know, he had the highest blood alcohol content. You know, we noticed this, we noticed that, blah blah blah. And he goes, How many of you would arrest him? Every everyone. Everybody raised their Everyone. hand. Everyone. There was one lady that, I don't know why, but she said she wouldn't. And do you think it's because of your looks? Why she wouldn't? No, no, no. Why, do you think it's because you kind of had like a Muslim look to you? <laughs> that? How dare you? What? Uh, maybe. Um, I don't think so. I think it was because I was wasted. Speaking of wasted, let's take a break. Taking a break? Just I wasn't even done with my story. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. That Um, was pretty much the end. Well, we could. No, that was the end. It had gone on for too long anyway. No, I'm I'm very. I'm making you feel bad now. I'm interested in it. So it's It's called emotional blackmail, Matt. Jesus, you shouldn't do it to your friends. That was an example. We're all training each other here. I have the marking of Christ right there, dude. Is that, Jesus? The, is that one of the gnarliest, bl- deepest blisters you've ever seen in your That's life? That's a crater in your hand. <laughs> it's nuts. Did you catch a meteorite? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it's it's actually been so hot lately. This isn't important. No, go ahead. I want to But it's it. been so hot lately that I've been wet all day long. Mm. So, oh, yeah. So Slow wet. down when you say it. <laughs> so wet and sticky that um, my hands actually get like... Uh, uh, what's that called? Like they turn pruny. Oh yeah, like you've been in the bathtub or the pool or something. Yeah, but it's just it, they're pruny with my own sweat. And then when your hands get pruny, where when my hands got pruny, 
then that's like I was starting to get calluses and stuff because or not calluses, blisters and stuff because my hands were so the the defense mechanism on them was softened and it just ruined my hands. So now I've got this blister that is uncontainable. Well, it looks kind of cool. It hurts, that's for sure. But it's that fucker's deep. It's like a quarter inch deep, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Let's Hell take a break. Yeah. We're back now. We're back now. So, I don't know if you've thought about this, about maybe something that you would do later in life, like a retirement plan, a loose retirement plan, or just what you're. What are you gonna do? Like, you know, the older you get, like you can't just work all all. Like to eat up time or for money. So a little bit of both, because I think that's what you're trying to do. But also, you need something that keeps you engaged you can't really just check out because at least it that's what they say you know you can't just like not do nothing that's a lot of times you know people have trouble like having a purpose so I, I think I figured mine out I think I know how I'm going to to kind of deal with the last chapters uh and so I'm going to be a dishwasher at Hooters oh man Jared, I don't think you'd be able to keep that job for too long. Because, not because you, you're you're going to be talking to him. I, I know you, not really into the, like, oh, nice breasts kind of talk. You yeah, know? yeah. You're more of the just look from afar. and the, Yeah, and, I, try to be respect, I try to be respectful, you know. But I think you're not going to last too long there because of cardiac arrest. Okay, that's possible. But I think them... The breasts are going to help me. And I'm not trying to be creepy about it. I just think in my mind that I'm like, I'm hitting like late 40s, early 50s. What? I'm, yeah. For retirement? Dude, I'm retiring early. That's, that's. Just hear me out. Congratulations. I don't want to be too, 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 too late into the game. So I just, I, I'm a dishwasher at Hooters or any sort of restaurant. If they still exist, which I'm surprised they still exist. But, and then all all I do, you know, all I got to worry about is washing them dishes and making sure this dish pit looks good. And I'll help anyone with anything they need. You need me to grab something? I'll go grab. Let me grab the stepladder. Yeah. And so, and then I do that. And then I go home and I sit in a lazy boy recliner and I, I watch just old spaghetti westerns and I just drink light beers until I pass out. And then I wake up, and I go back to work, and then I just do this, and that's that's my end. That's my end. And and but then you know there's gonna be there's gonna be times where You're some saying, ladies are gonna catch long? some feelings and try to holler at me, and I'm gonna look at them and I'm gonna go, as I'm spraying off the dishes, I'm gonna be like, you don't want to get into this. <laughs> it ain't gonna work out. So this is played through your head. Yeah, I'm well, like a I'm like a grizzled detective. But I, ne- I never really solved any crimes or anything, and I'm not actually a detective. I just worked in restaurants my whole life, and so I just ended up in a Hooters dish pit. Doesn't matter where. Doesn't matter where. But and they're willing, you know, they're willing to put up with a little bit because they know I can do a good job. I like that you talk about your end chapter being right around late forties, <laughs> early fifties. Like, well, I'm gonna ride off into the sunset after that. <laughs> We have, I think we have very different ideas of how life is going to go. Luckily, uh, I don't have to think about retirement because I'm probably never going to survive long enough to retire. But if I do survive, the job that I'm at, they they lay it all out for you. You don't even have to do anything if you don't want. That's nice. See, I don't have that. I have a big bowl of just empty, vast nothingness, and I'm, I'm hurling towards it i'm just it's crazy except for except for off days off days are just like take two blinks go back to work and i'm like the the fact that time works that way it's it's really such a fuck it's such a fuck where i can sit there and i'm not i'm not trying i'm not trying to be negative and i'm not i'm trying to observe things and the fact that one hour can creep by like 
so slowly. And there's just so much shit that can get accomplished, that gets done, that good, bad, otherwise, so much shit that can happen. And fucking 20 minutes that you come home and finally you just take those breaths and you're like, all right, let me, let me just get caught up on some of my shit. And it's like, boom, boom. Nope. Like you're right back. It's insane. It's really insane. I, f- I feel that, <clears throat> I feel that way very much. And you know, that's why Garfield hates Mondays. I don't even mm-hmm. know. I don't even know why Garfield would hate Mondays. He's a fucking cat. Well, he, he's also drunk off lasagna. And he like he he stays home. John's not around all the time. Yeah, and also I don't <clears throat> I don't even name? think I don't know, David. Yeah. I don't even think it's it's not even Mondays aren't really that bad to me. It's we, that because we podcast, baby. Exactly. But even I'm talking figuratively, like whatever day it is for you, like the first day back isn't isn't the worst. It's the middle. Well, that's why that's why a lot of companies that um, in the construction field that I work in, that's why they pay you on Wednesdays because payday is kind oh, of a big day. Oh, that's where they get you. And then they'll they'll get they'll pay you on Wednesday and like oh that breaks up the week I just got paid motherfucker everybody likes getting paid but it's the weirdest thing isn't it it is just like hey I can do life again for another week because I'm living paycheck to paycheck better make sure I'm back here better make sure I'm back here if I am not back here but then what would happen I used to fantasize about uh I used to be fascinated with the homeless because there was a very large homeless population where I grew up, and I used to skateboard around town, and my friend and I, we had a couple spots that we would go and just kind of observe the homeless because they would be, you have different varieties of homeless. You have, like, mental illness. You have, like, drug addict, drunk. You have, like, guy who's just kind of doing his thing, like, very different, and so also very fascinating but also in a weird way, very freeing. It's kind of like bird watching, but yeah, with hu- other humans with the same. Yeah. And they'll, they'll notice if you're there, so you gotta be gotta be very discreet. And we used to. Have and to, you don't have to soak yourself in urine. <laughs> there was this one guy we called him. Uh, we called him Bombay, because he lived in these tall reeds. He clear, cleared himself a path, and he had this little like, right on the water property. And it was just like his sleeping bag, like all his shit. And we would observe him, and he would just be like just sitting there, staring out at the water. Looked very regal, looked very free, to be honest with you. And in my mind, I got this romantic idea about what it might be like to just like not fucking do this. You know, like because today, for instance, uh, I have a toilet that's leaking in my basement. It just it just seems like it's just like all this shit. Like the more shit, the more shit. You know what I mean? So like to have this guy who's just like in some cut-off sweatpants, no shirt on, just tan, just sun-kissed hair, just staring out at the water. He's probably got cancer, skin cancer. He has no idea. Doesn't even care. <laughs> doesn't know, doesn't care. And he's just staring out, and he's just having a day. And when he's hungry, he stands up, and he walks through the the reeds, and he goes and finds some food, and then he comes back. See, but the craziest thing with what you just said to me is, I feel like I'd be worried about finding food before I got hungry, because... We get creative when you're hungry, and you also don't, you don't care too much about what the meal is you know what i mean i guess you're right i mean it's it's easy to just say that but also i mean there's some shit that comes with that too so it's like sometimes it's great sometimes it sucks i mean that's just how it is in general no matter what that's just how life works but it's something that i used to think about and something that i honestly thought like maybe i would do but i don't think i could make it because 
you know, if I don't have hot water, I get upset. So that's just. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like this little life that I've designed for myself. Not really designed for myself. Uh, God designed it for me, but could, I guess everything. Shout out to God. Is that is that window open? I don't know. Is it? Yeah. It is. It's, that window is very much open. Yeah, it's doing like a thing. They're old windows, so there's like that window is like four windows. That's that's why I was wondering why it's. That's so why I looked back er, earlier. Wait, that's why everything was so loud, Jared. The fucking windows open. <laughs> Shit, dude! You You're just like, earned you yourself that? your second producer credit. <laughs> You hear that train, dude? It's loud. That fucking asshole. You know, you blame everything on someone else, but it's really your own fault. That one's closed. I'm, I'm just wondering why I'm pitting out here, you know? Well, I'd like to keep it hot in here for us. I feel evangelical that way. Keeps our sh- our, our tongues sharp. <laughs> it does. What do you do? Are you, you want a job at Hooters washing dishes or what? Are you into that? Uh, you could be right there with me. I'd be like, I got a friend. I think I, I think that I care too much about what other people think about me. So if I have friends or something that are like, yeah, Matt retired and uh, he's washing dishes at Hooters now, and that's like all he talks about. He just talks about, uh, he, he does that thing. Where he brings work home with him, and he just, he's like, he talks about people by name, he's just like... He's all wet, he's wet all the time. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, Stacy stopped by and talked to me today. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was good to talk to Stacy, she's got a cat that's not feeling well, and Stacy has humongous tits <laughs> so i wasn't really listening to her <laughs> i gave her a little bit of diaper money she showed one of them to me <laughs> but i was just trying to help stacy out oh yeah he's working at uh he's working at hooters washing dishes and he pays some of the servers to show their breasts to him <laughs> so we're um, worried about him hey no no shit um, I, I did a I did a job and when it was time to do the awkward part where it's like, okay, well it's time that you owe me exactly the pay up bitch. It's the, it's time to give me the money that I told you that you owe me and you agreed upon no more, no less. And she said, okay, it was uh, this much, right? And I said, yes, it is. And she said, Pen in hand right there. She was like, could we knock 50 bucks off if I show you my titties? And I I was just like, oh, whoa. Uh, I was like, no, we cannot do that. And at that moment, Matt Morris had a choice to make. She didn't. Oh, she didn't want to fuck me. No, I know. I know. No, it's very clear what happened. Yeah. But at at that moment, you have to decide. you have to decide what kind of human being they that you are. They didn't look like $50 titties. That's the problem. They looked more like $15 titties. If she would have said 15 I would have... I Dude, would've... if you would have haggled with her, that would have been great. <laughs> She's like, could we knock $50 off if I show you my tits? You like look her up and down and go... I'd knock fifteen dollars off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Not fifty. Those aren't fifty dollar titties. So here's or or be like, here's what's going on. I'll guarantee you fifteen. But y- if you pop those things out and they are in fact fifty dollar titties, I will. And you know she probably had fifty dollar titties though. Like, how many? I mean, what what is also what she doing through the world? Like how she's moving throughout the world, and she's just just like, I got two coupons right on my chest, just right there. <laughs> at any moment, I don't have to pay full price. She's just, she's just like at Walmart. People are like, please, ma'am, ma'am. She's just like, what? She's at the self checkout, just like showing her tits, and the thing's just like, customer needs assistance. <laughs> 
I was wondering if we can maybe take. <laughs> uh, never mind. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll take five pounds of chicken wings, please. All right, that'll be you know, this much. How much now? Oh my god! Keep hitting that. Um. So, eighteen to twenty-five-year-old Matt, probably relationship status, like doesn't doesn't even matter. I I probably would have said yes. Mm. But the fact that I was older and I gave a little bit too much of a fuck. I was like, yeah. No, I think that's the right move because you have to decide who, what kind of human you are. You're like, am I the type of person that would agree on an amount of money? And then if someone just shows me their tits, I'm just willing to like, which is already just kind of a skeezy situation. So like, are you the type of person to be like, I would almost want to be like, look, I will take 50 bucks off. And fucking keep your tits in. Like, we don't have to do that. You don't well, need to do that. You're crazy. There's no way I'm doing that. She she lived in a very nice home. She... Uh, so she tried to bribe you with breasts. She bribed... She tried, but it didn't work. Cause I, and then after that, she was like, she was pretty much just like, all right, suit yourself, and like wrote, wrote the check. And it wasn't even awkward. It wasn't like, this girl just tried... I basically was driving home and and I didn't even really think about it, and then I was like, and then and until I thought about it, because it came up so casually and yeah. was handled with such casualness, like it wasn't like a thing, but it was a thing. And that's when I, that's when I, you got that titty bribe, bro, dude. She probably hasn't paid for a parking ticket or a fucking speeding ticket. She's like, I don't think so. How what? fast was I going, officer? Was Oops. it? $50 worth? You tell me. You tell me when to stop. <laughs> um, that was nice. it. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense what you just said there. <laughs> I I should have saw... I'm having... I'm having... Difficulties now. I, I think I'm... I think I've made the wrong decision. I think you made the right choice. Honestly. We, uh, I, last day of eighth grade, titties are very important. Top priority. And I, uh, I bought a black and mild off my friend in the bathroom. It was like a drug deal, but it was just a black and mild. And I bought some for me and my two friends because we were, you know, last day of eighth grade. We've had a great year. Eighth grade was really cool for me, and I always hated school. But I met one of my best friends that year, and we had a good time. And so... We paid this girl. We were walking home. And I'm like, hey, her name was Crystal. I'm like, hey, Crystal. Oh, she's doomed already. Hey, Crystal. She's like, what's up? And she was cool. I'm like, we'll give you the black amount if you, you show us your boobies. And Eighth she's, grade, did she already have big boobs? Yeah. yeah. Was she first boob? She wasn't first boob. Okay. But they were big boob. Is this okay to talk about? Eighth, eighth grade, grade boobs? titties, yeah. Because I was in eighth grade. But, uh, so she goes to show them, and we had done this before, not with black and milds, but with quarters. And, uh, this with court, she would accept quarters? There was one girl that did accept all of our quarters. Cause you know, everybody wants those fruitopias from the soda machine. <laughs> what? We had soda machines and candy machines everywhere. And it was honestly, it was really like the school was just trying to make money off of us. It was disgusting. We had a track a track coach who taught pre-algebra, and he would stop class and sell everybody candy bars. My dad actually got into it with him. He had to stop doing it. And then he would make me sit in the front, and he failed me. But it seemed like everybody was trying to make money off of, of the children. And uh, so we had a, it was a priority because you could get all these snacks if you had these quarters for these machines. Fruitopia, very popular at that time. And then so this one girl named Jessica, I'm glad that fell. This one girl named Jessica beautiful beautiful lady she was uh she was half black and half vietnamese and she was just very gorgeous that's a combo right it there. is and then but her boyfriend was like a black belt in karate his name was sean burns so we were scared of him for the rest of the year we were kind of cool but and then so we we pocketed all of our quarters together and we're like hey hey jessica will, will you show us your boobs for like 
475 and quarters? She's like, yep, 10 seconds. And then we went in between the soda machines, and she goes, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, boom, done. And we are like, well, that was short, but that was amazing. And then we, we, were, we were scared that Sean Burns was going to get wind of it, and he was going to come after us and because uh, he kind of looked like a young Wesley Snipes. Were, were they nice boobs? Yeah, they, oh, they were amazing, amazing. And Everything was amazing. Even for I, I was just like like trying to remember because it was like one two three five seven nine ten. So then fast forward, Crystal now with the black and mild, she, she so, did not count like Jessica did. She went one, two, three, and dude, that second tit didn't fall out till five seconds in. What? So the one tit was up was that like down regular. The other one was caught up in the shirt. And so it was just like one, two, five hits, three, four, five, blunk, join the party, six, <laughs> seven. And it was, we were like, you can stop, like, we're good. Like, and she was just like, eight, like, slow counted us. And we were, we were like, high five, and like, that was awesome. And, uh, and that was the last, and then we went to CC's. That was the last day of eighth grade. And we we're like, eating pizza, like, dude. We're gonna go smoke some black amounts in a field after this. And we just saw some tits. Did you? Could you believe how long that ten seconds was? And we were just <laughs> high fiving and loving life. And that was just an experience we had. And that's okay, right? I can say that. Like we didn't do anything wrong. There well, was willing participants. So th- that's there's a lot of there's a lot of black or gray areas. There's a lot of gray areas with this, and mm-hmm. I think it's okay for sure. But how about this? I mean, you're just young, cutting up. What are you going to do? I how mean, about, how about this one, Jared? Tell me what you think about this. You are sent nudes in high school, and you know that the girl is young in those pictures, and but you're that age, too. Well, you have kept your phone, and then you start that thing back up, and you go mm-hmm. through your pictures, and you see some titties. Of sixteen-year-old girls, but they're now this your same age. But you're you got to get rid of it. You're twenty-seven. You got to get rid of it. You don't get rid of it. You just turn the phone back off. But, but are you looking at child porn? Yes. Or are you looking yes. at? No, you are. Really? So that ain't a memory. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you had a phone in high school. I did not. I had a phone when uh, I paid for it, but I. Mm. I'm not I, trying to make you sound like privileged or anything. I just remember I was walking home from school one day, and this was right around the time phones were getting going, like the the big Nokia ones were like the thing, and uh, everyone had a phone. I didn't have a phone. I barely had a computer, and uh, this homeless guy walked by me, and a ring came from his pocket, and he answered it, and I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, homeless people? have cell phones because i was a little upset that i did not have one so my parents my parents were like not the kind of parents that were like no he you cannot have a phone but they were very much like "Ooh, we can't really afford a phone for you right now so and i was like i'll i'll buy it like because i wanted one so bad i was like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll buy it if uh you know whatever and i so i paid monthly i had a at 16 years old i was delivering newspapers and i was Making pretty good fucking money. Hell yeah. And didn't have to pay for anything but a phone and car insurance and gas? Oh, shit. Everybody's working for the weekend. You want a little piece of my heart? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, but yeah, I, I recently found that phone again. Not recently, it was years ago, but I, it, it started back up. Really? And then, Text messages were still on that phone that weren't on a SIM card at that time or anything. Mm-hmm. And I and I was like, who would have sent me titties? And I found those. And then Let me stop you right there, bud. You are going to incriminate yourself. Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> phone's, phone's gone by now. Phone's gone by now. It went somewhere for sure. What are you going to do, you know? But you're saying you're saying that's child porn. It's it's 
it it's weird to say child, but it's I think for the safety of yourself because I'm looking out for you. Thank you. I think we should probably not even talk about it. I think I'm probably going to delete most of this and we should just, you know, move on and pretend like it didn't happen. Let's not sit here and try to dissect. You know, let's just kind of move on and pretend like it didn't happen. Okay. Well, um, moving forward, I think I think the only thing I really feel like talking about now is 16-year-old titties. <laughs> so it's, it's tough to move forward. Can you move forward? I have a black and mild. I will show you my titties. <laughs> you you got about I'd say you got about your your titties are probably child porn. <laughs> <laughs> my t- my I'm titty- sorry, that was for sh- purely entertainment purposes only. I really don't think that, Matt. C- circling back around, um my titties actually look like the 16-year-old titties <laughs> that that were sent to me. You thought it was just a fuzzy selfie. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just like <laughs> Like wow, what a grainy picture! Like, what kind of filter did I put on this picture of my? T- Those aren't my titties. Those are sixteen-year-old. You like titties. had a hint of recognition. You're like, oh me. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just squint and jerk off in the mirror. Uh, Do you? Well, it, what's crazy is, I can't. I can't use my left hand at all because it just it doesn't work the way. It, it doesn't move as fast. Are you as left-handed? I, I'm right-handed. Right, so it makes sense you wouldn't use your left hand. Right, but some, you know, there's people that could use both. I don't think so. My left, no, I'm positive. Do you, I've, what, I've people asked. are just out there, just fucking whack, whack, like double fisting themselves. Yeah, it depends on where they're at. And, really? Like, they switch positions when they're masturbating. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. yeah. They're and getting a little too my, sensual. My left with hand just doesn't move as fast as it as it, I need it to, you know, and so. But what I'll do is with my left hand is I'll grab my titty mm. and I, I'll, I'll get that feeling, you that, know, that titty feeling. I try and block myself with the feeling that's going on in my chest and only think about the feeling I'm getting in my hand. Yeah, you car car carpent. <laughs> I can't say the word car. I'm going to try carpe diem. No, is that what you're trying to say no. Compart. Compartmentalize. Compartmentalize, yeah. That's a hard one. Yeah, for sure. That should be on the field sobriety test. But you're doing that with parts of your body. So you're like, don't feel your tit being squeezed to your tit. But then you're like, hand, feel the tit being squeezed. One time when I was younger and I first started shaving, I uh, I was like, huh. You know, I had some semi-hairy legs. So I shaved one of my thighs. Oof. And then so I would just fill my own thigh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It was a hairless thigh. Oh, yeah. And my legs, you know, I, they were sexy enough. And then you you kept it, you just kept it going, didn't you? <laughs> to this day, one of my thighs has no hair on it. <laughs> I shave my, if you see my face shaven, I got a shaved thigh. Uh, I used to use hair gel as lubricant for self-pleasuring myself. And <laughs> self-pleasuring myself. Uh, self-pleasuring myself yeah that's a little redundant i like it though and uh sometimes i'll smell it and uh it brings me back to the day of of when i used to jerk myself off with you uh, still use the same hair gel well no but it's it's american crew and american crew has the same scent of everything hey now that you're mentioning it fucking iggy pop what's the what's homeboy's name iggy pop yeah iggy pop uh he kind of looks like he's got titties in that picture. Yeah, he's dressed a semi-effeminate, semi, very effeminate dress. Huh. I've, I've also, I've got a friend that can meditate himself to the point of completion. That's ne- the power of the mind. Never touch it. Never touches himself. Doesn't do anything. He, he said sometimes he doesn't even get hard. He That's just, what I was gonna ask. Does he, he just, actually get hard? He said he just, he just like comes. And he's not sometimes not even hard. Damn. He has an orgasm. Well, what happens when he has sex? With, Does it just blow his mind? Is he just like, Arr! like, because if you're coming with just the power of your mind and not even doing anything, 
There's no outside stimuli. You're not physically being touched. Could you imagine what it would be like actually having sex? Because then you're, it would just be like, I can do this with nothing. Now I'm, now I'm in it. Like that would, I mean, it would blow your mind, right? Yeah. Like it wouldn't. It, uh, you would come instantly. Right. Yeah. Like am the, I am I crazy? Am I the using uh, the difference between using protection and not using protection is is crazy. Now imagine there is no penetration at all in your coming, and then you get a hold of a pussy. I don't know if that's something to brag about. To be honest with you, I I think it is. You I can, don't know, man, dude. You cannot make me feel any differently about it. I I think he might have an issue. I'm proud of him. Dude, you're like a two-second man. Well, that's not always true. I don't know, the man. Power it, the power of the mind. Okay, so you're going mind power. I'm going more. I'm thinking more body-wise. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, I unfortunately know too well what you're saying. <laughs> Last episode, I told you the story about yeah. me jerking off in a driveway. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm trying to think of ways to make myself myself last longer and isn't it weird that uh the whole point is to just get it out but like now you have to hold it in yeah for as long as possible because there was a bunch of selfish lovers out there there were a bunch of selfish lovers just blowing loads and not not doing anything else now we're left holding the bag, Matt. <laughs> All right, circling back to sixteen-year-old titties. Uh, I'm just kidding. Okay, I I'm glad have, you are. I, I didn't, didn't really want any... to talk about it anymore. It seemed like a weird gray area to begin with. I know. I don't think it's that weird. Yeah, I don't um, think it's that sense, weird either. In the sense that what we were talking about. Hey, did you ever read that to find out what JFK told uh, his bodyguards? I did not. Before he died. No, I didn't. Maybe. Let us know. Yeah. The National Examiner is something that Jared is going to be reading and ordering knives from. Yep. And uh, Gator Attacks Florida Wendy's in Feeding Frenzy is one of the articles as well. <laughs> so let's we'll find out what happened there at that Wendy's. Um, I've got myself a girlfriend that's getting home. And she's been gone all weekend. Well, it's perfect, too, because we just left them with a cliffhanger. Did you do that on purpose? Oh, yeah. Damn. Radio. Smooth as hell. <laughs> and if I, if she's home for 15 minutes before I get home, we're definitely not having sex tonight. So I'll tell you right now that I've got to go. Well, why don't you just use the power of your mind? Or the power of my power because I'm stronger than her. That's true. Well... Well, at least we ended, landed it on a high note there. Thanks for everything, guys. Jared, especially you. Yeah, thanks for everything for you, too. You're the one that makes this possible. As you are, too. There, is, cannot, there cannot only be one. There has to be two. It takes or two, more. and it or used me. to take one. Ryan Adams. Are you a fan of Ryan Adams? Some things. It's not something I would listen to randomly. I get it. I can't get too sad. Okay. Partying is such sweet sorrow. Let's cheers and let's cheers. take a drink and then we'll be done. Thanks for being here with us and uh, listening to the journey. We love you guys. <laughs>